Sam and Yovo. Thank you, Sam, for ringing the bell. This is Pass the Poutine podcast. Uh, Sam, you are a white male. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Yovo is a Chinese Canadian wife of Yovo. <laughs> okay, so Yovo's real name we can't say, but uh, she goes by Yovo. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Yovo means honey. Honey, or like wife or something in Korean. Yeah. Yeah. We are both not Korean. Um, this happened because we both really like Kim's convenience. Yes. <laughs> so, um, am I Appa or are you Appa? I feel like I'm more Appa. That's true. You do yeah. say, see you a lot to me. <laughs> okay, so um, today, Sam, it's a, we have a great guest because you're actually not from Vancouver. Where are you from? A different place in Canada. From I'm from Edmonton, Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, every time I hear about Edmonton, it's like Deadmonton. Deadmonton, like it's no. it's kind of a rough place, is it? Mm, not really. It's pretty much the same everywhere in Western Canada. The only real true identity that Canada has is in the East. We're seen more so as the Americans, both from Vancouver or from Edmonton. If you want to go down to brass tack. Well, see, that's funny because um, what I know about Albertans is like, that's like as close as American as a Canadian can get, right? The further west you go, the further American it is, yeah. So, so said- Vancouverites are just as American as the Edmonton. It's just that the people from Edmonton, it's just that people from Alberta are a lot like Texas, whereas people from Vancouver are a lot like Californians. The south of America. Not South America, but the American. Yes. Southern America. Southern but the America. Texas of the North. Yes. yes. The yeah. Texas of the North. I am just gonna, I think, like, maybe throw a bunch of Albertan stereotypes at you and, like, get you to help me answer some questions. First of all, <laughs> I heard that there's a rivalry between Edmonton and Calgary. Is that true? Yeah, it's been a thing for as long as I can remember. I've literally, you know, being from Vancouver, I've never ever heard of this because, you know, like from BC, like you're from BC, right? Yeah. Yeah. We we like don't care about Alberta. No. No, we have a rivalry with Alberta. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like it's like us versus everyone else. Yeah. So so what what's the deal with Edmonton and Calgary? Well, it usually comes down to sport camaraderie, like hockey games against each other. But in general, it's the pissing contest as to which city is better. Which city is better? Well, I think it's subjective naturally, but being that Edmonton is named the capital, it pretty much is the better city. (laughs) And you're not saying that because you're from Edmonton, right? Well, I've been in Calgary and I've lived in Calgary before and I don't like it as much as I do in Edmonton. But I'm not saying that either one is the best place on earth by any means. So is it because um, like Calgary is warmer than Edmonton? Well, like, Calgary gets warmer than Edmonton, but it also is pretty freaking cold there anyway. They they only claim to have Chinooks once every blue moon, where it gets really warm for a couple of days, but then there's flooding and everybody's pissed off anyway. So, so where where it'll be something like minus ten in Edmonton, it'll be like plus four in Calgary. Mm, that makes sense. And that's where Albertans pick their fights. Is like, well, sunny as hell over here, and you guys are snow up there. It's all <laughs> shit, isn't it? You know? <laughs> that's the pissing contest. 
Nice, nice. So um, it's it's pretty boring being someone from Vancouver listening to the. So there's no like real serious thing other than it's just like sports games and weather and weather, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? For the most part. Okay. Yeah. Sam is nodding. Um, so have you been to the Calgary Stampede? Yes. How is it? Nothing to write home about. But I mean, if you've never been to some hillbilly thing before where you hear people actually listening to country music, mm-hmm. or if you've never been to a rodeo, then it's probably entertaining for at least a little while, but it's probably at the same time overrated from what you might think if you're going to travel to see it. There's nothing really that great. Like, it's a bunch of mini donuts and tack shops and stuff to get some spurs on your boots. Like, mainly it's just a bunch of drunk people acting like assholes okay i I understood like half of what you said like you lost me at like spurs and boots (laughs) i don't know what that means cowboy crap okay okay yobo um i know you visited alberta recently what is your impression of alberta being from bc it's like america everything is so spread out and everything is like franchise no mom and pop shops Cause like we're Asian and we're from Vancouver, so um, did you did you feel safe when you were in Alberta? I felt safe, but it was dead. Like Edmonton is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. Not why is... they're called that, but <laughs> it has to do with people getting stabbed more. So is <laughs> why it's called Edmonton. Why do people get stabbed so much in Alberta? Native. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of reserve fighting on. <laughs> Aboriginals or First Nations, but okay. There's a lot of native conflict in Alberta because there's a lot of different um, reservations that have grudges against each other. So if you go to a town like Rocky Mountain House or Red Deer, there is a lot of skirmishing between two different nations there, and that's generally how a lot of crime happens in Alberta. Right. Damn, that's a that that's some deep stuff, man. I don't it know does that. actually get very deep, especially yeah. if you work in oil and gas and you're on a reservation to do oil and gas work. There have been people that I've worked with that have been shot at and stuff like that from them not agreeing upon a lot of the wells that are up there. So people will often not even touch a site if a well's been damaged by gunfire. Wow. Okay. That's was... very small background type of stuff you don't hear about, but that's something that happens. Right. Okay. You know what? Um, without getting like too too political with native stuff, I am interested in the stuff with oil and and the stuff that the background stuff that you don't hear about a lot. So like, could you go a bit more into detail about that? Can't really go into much. Like I pretty much said most of what I know in regards to that in particular. Like there's sites that people won't go to if there's been specific damages that happen on a regular basis. And I'm sure sometimes in the news you hear of pipelines being sabotaged or like recently right. in in Vancouver or in British Columbia with that gondola that had its line snapped. Yeah. Stuff like that kind of happens out in the boonies. Okay. Um. Before we get back to Alberta, what is your guys' theory on the gondola snapping? I don't know. Maybe like an ex-employee just had a huge grudge against the company. (laughs) Or a thrill seeker. I don't really know much about it in general anyway, so I don't know who could be pissed off at it. I, my conspiracy theory is like someone at the company purposely snapped it because they did add, I think, 30% more cars, but they didn't change anything else, right? So I guess maybe they thought that it could snap because of the extra weight. So they just snapped it just on to purpose, protect just to protect the and re- yeah, right? Okay. Because that lawsuit after would be 
crazy if yeah. they fucking did that. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. so it was, a, it was like a good guy in the background trying to help. Yeah, or, tourists. or like someone... I would guess more like somebody that builds all the gondolas decided they wanted to get more money, oh so they had their mm. distant nephew cut the line and ruin a bunch of... You know, it's never yeah. the do-gooder oh. thing. It's always some kind of shady crap or something. Oh, right, yeah, see. Canadian conspiracies. I'm about it. So, uh, being from Alberta, are people like more chill with guns there? Yeah. Do you... Generally. Are, are you a gun owner? No, uh, in the past, but not present. Oh, nice. Did you go hunting? I didn't, uh, well, at work, yes. <laughs> but not, you never were hunting at work? work? Yeah. Like, like, what was your job? When I was a power engineer, we had a skunk infestation on site, so <laughs> around a bunch of pressure vessels, <laughs> we, took, we took some rifles one night and uh, herded a bunch of them into the back of our pickup that we then Shot dumped the one lo- by one? And then, yeah, <laughs> oh threw them in the ditch outside the plant. Oh my god! Well, you're not getting sponsored by PETA now. Yeah. Nobody wants to be sponsored by PETA. That's you know that true. PETA's like really awful. <laughs> Nobody okay. wants to be associated with them at all. That's true. I'm trying to get sponsored by Blue Apron. <laughs> 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 um, podcast listeners know what I'm talking about. Okay, um, what are the differences between BC and Alberta, and why is BC better? <laughs> Well, one reason I would say it's not is because of being asked questions like that. People that are from (laughs) British Columbia are generally very stuck up about where they live, but they also have numerous problems with where they live at the same time, so they're never really happy with anything. So (laughs) can't go anywhere. I mean, yeah, for sure, but usually if you're from a place like Edmonton or Calgary, you're not going to start out by saying something like that. So you can just go straight into the nice formalities rather than some immediately biased question Listen, i'll give my proper real answer and it's that there's real food in bc there's just so much more food sure we don't have the adequate housing but the but food's you do realize important. that people spread out and people constantly have been moving to alberta because it's too expensive to live in bc so that whole melting pot is boiling over into different provinces that's true but for now we still have the better food yeah. And that's yeah. why you, we're yeah. better. Yeah, you have to admit, the food in BC... Well, I don't know if I would say BC. I would just say, like, Vancouver in general. Specifically? Yeah, the food here is better. Um, you probably Competitive pricing. Competitive pricing. You probably will hate my next question, which is, um, what province does Banff belong to? Does Banff belong to? Well, that's, that's kind of a weird one, because a lot of motel art around the world is based from Maureen Lake, which is Banff. Like, right. what's one of the most pictured, or pictured uh, mountain areas in the world. It's constantly on the front page of Reddit and all that stuff. So when people hear Banff, they somewhat generally know it's like a Western Canada thing. Yeah, but Banff. I feel like more people uh, associate with BC than Alberta. I wouldn't know because most of the people I would have talked to that had heard of Banff were probably from Alberta to begin with. See, the only people that ever go to Banff come from Vancouver to go to Banff and then back to Vancouver. Oh, Albertans go there all the time. I mean, think about it. Half of Alberta is on the prairies. When they go on vacations and they stay within Alberta, they go to the mountains. They all know what Banff is. I thought Albertans were snowbirds. 
Well, there's a lot of snowbirds too. Yeah, yeah but don't, don't a, they there's a lot of inter Florida. Yeah, they all go to Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah, these are our stereotypes of Albertans. Yeah, obviously. yeah. A lot of Albertans go to Alaska or Montana, stuff like that. And Why? I have my my mother and her boyfriend as an example of that. They constantly go to Alaska. Do you ask them why? Well, they they have a they have a camper and they mm-hmm. like to do that. They like okay. to get away from the cities and all that. That's true. That's a very North American thing. Mm-hmm. Campers 100%. and driving. Well, and... I, it's also a big thing in the UK as well, but their campers are Is a lot it? different yeah what what are their campers look like they're a lot smaller like they do the whole rv thing a bit more but then they also have like they don't have our kind of decked out long like trailer hitched campers they generally have either like the small bowlers that are attached to like cars or they do small rvs and they're called caravans in the uk cute a lot of they are very cute the whole their whole thing is cute is what is what that's about um, Sam. We're about Grandoy's Burgie stuff. Bigger, better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's so funny? I don't know if this episode's gonna work out. You then. have a camper right on your lawn. <laughs> yeah, so mine. It's not my camper. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Miller's, not, right? It's Miller's. Yeah, it's not mine. You spend a lot of time in Alberta. Yeah, I, I lived in Alberta, and um, I I will say I still think BC is better. Um, you know, it's probably a little bit you know, biased, but well, cons- Al- Alberta is very nice. And I'm, and I'm shitting on Alberta because it is a BC thing yeah. to Too shit sh- on Alberta. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've met people from there, and in general, people are rather warm and welcoming. They are. I, I would assume, whereas for my last few months here, just the other week, I had an old person right next to me standing in line at FedEx get punched in the face because somebody skipped the line. A <laughs> line that everybody knew was, was people waiting to get their packages. Some entitled woman thought she could go and interrupt everything, so an elderly man goes and tells her what's up, and she immediately gets her boyfriend, which is some, I assume, Slavic dude in his early 30s, who goes up, spits in the elderly, elderly gentleman's face, and punches him in the face. Wait, how Welcome old? to Vancouver is a very realistic stereotype there. I mean, you know what, like, I usually don't defend Vancouver, and this is not an exception. I just want to ask, how old is this elderly man? Probably early 60s. Oh, okay, so he's not on that, like, pension yet. Might be. Right around that level, but probably not yet. Okay. Yeah, no, Vancouver is... Um, I, I recently watched this YouTube video, and the title was like, Is Vancouver the Loneliest City in the World? And, I don't know, you're, you're a transplant, so would you... Do you think it's like... Or not the loneliest city in the world, sorry. The loneliest city in Canada. Do you think that's true? And when, when they talk about that, they're talking about how it's like hard to make friends here. Yeah, I understand what, they, what they're coming from with that. Mm. That's a very real interesting uh psychological aspect that's been a phenomenon rather that's happening in many cities around the world where as we isolate ourselves further and further with the internet and closed social media bubbles the odds of meeting somebody in a like a supermarket or on the streets or something become weirder and weirder we all are face down in our phones we don't interact with people as much so that's definitely part of the, the isolation even though you're in a city surrounded by people you don't really know anybody and that also leads to people that uh, get xenophobic, people that mm-hmm. start to display racial, uh, racist um, overtones and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it kind of yeah. builds on that. Yoba, what do you think about this? Do you think Vancouver is the loneliest city in Canada? I mean, you're from here. 
I don't make friends easily. So this is an example, right? Like, but, like, I don't think it was hard making friends in school. Okay, I was just going to say, what does your friend group look like? And it's probably just people that you went to school yeah. with, right? Or people you went to work with. Right. But I technically don't work with anyone other than my family. <laughs> so, yeah, it is hard to make friends, but... It's also how people want to make friends. Like, do you want to make them in the traditional sense where you go out to, say, a community center and, like, do a drop-in basketball? Like, that's how we used to make friends when we were kids. Right. But people don't really do that anymore. It's like, you have to go online, go on meetup.com, and find a bunch of like-minded people, and that's how you make friends. But if you're thinking, I'll go to a coffee shop and, like, strike strike up a conversation with someone, that's not going to happen. Right, right, right. Well, the thing is, like, and the other people that use, like, meetup.com or whatever, they're usually not locals. Yeah. Right? Like, locals, it's really hard to make friends with the locals, I think, if you're a transplant and you're moving to Vancouver. Because mm-hmm. in the, like, when I meet foreigners here, their entire friend group in Vancouver, it's other foreigners, right? It's like my, my uh, I know someone from Germany, I know some, someone from the UK. It. Very rarely do they have a local friend. And if their friend is local, like, if their friend, the closest thing to local they would get is, like, another Canadian that's usually from the East Coast or something like that. So, yeah, why do you think, like, why do you think it's so hard to make friends with locals in Vancouver? Like, why are we so closed off and unwilling to make friends with people that aren't from here? It's not cheap to make friends, technically. You have to go out. You have to spend money, like having a meal with them, going partying or something. You make it sound like you're dating. I mean, but isn't also, it like dating? I guess so, yeah. You're like dating, like looking for a friend. Vancouver is somewhat technologically apt in the same way that Seattle or San Francisco is, so we are generally into our tech more than anywhere else, but because it is so expensive to live here, the general populace is in their 40s or older. The people mm-hmm. that are young aren't living in their own apartments or their own houses and throwing these shindigs to meet other people. They usually have to go somewhere with their friends. And because people don't have money, they probably tend to keep that more close, like close-knit, you know, uh, with all the people that they already know, I guess. But I think a major part of that is because, like just directly saying for Vancouver, it's because most of the city here is actually pretty old. And it's very expensive to live here, so... And not the young people that. don't stay. Yeah, like a lot of transplants, they don't stay. It's like, like a two to three year thing, right. and then they it's go like back a, or travel somewhere else. Like a working holiday almost. Pretty much. Right. And then when you go to use those websites like Meetup, you kind of realize in the back of your head that you're applying, like the same way you would apply to a job or something. You're like submitting a resume to a group of people to be like, hey, like, can I be your friends and stuff? <laughs> right, right, it's, right. it's so artificial <laughs> that I think a lot of people don't bother with it. They'd prefer to just have it happen, and that's kind of a problem with our society today, where we get instant gratification from everything thanks to our, you know, our internet and stuff. But right, so this is this is it's an ongoing problem that happens worldwide. It's okay, just, it I was just, just probably say. touched this city particularly hard for those reasons. Interesting, yeah, because because I do think that it's a global thing, but yeah, definitely more so in Vancouver. It's really hard to befriend a local here if you're not already a local, and all the friends that I have. They're all people I went to school with. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I don't I don't have friends that I didn't go to school with or like maybe I worked with or something like that. I'm not I'm not going on meetup trying to make friends with other people. It's, it's a little bit sad when we think about it. Why is it, Vancouver such a lonely well, I, I've seen that, yeah, a, be yeah. a complaint of a lot of people is just looking at, like, Vancouver's Reddit and stuff, where people want to meet new people, but they don't really in the end. And speaking from the last time I lived here, my closest friends were the ones that I worked with, the mm-hmm. people that I had met, and most of them were not 
from Vancouver, I think. Like, the, the one person I was particular friends with, she was from Toronto. And right, right. I guess in some ways that's, like, how we bonded, because we were both not from the city, so, no. <laughs> yeah, Vancouver's very lonely. Oh, my God. I wonder if California is like this. Well, the thing with California, like... They have so much sunshine, they're never sad. Oh, that's true. They have so much sunshine. The and population you know density, too, though. Right. There's more people in California than there are in Canada. That's true. It's hard to, like, if you hate people, it's probably hard to be a Californian, you know? That's right. Oh, I didn't think about that. Okay, people that are going to move to Vancouver and you can't make friends, just move to L.A. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, it's also just go to L.A. there, but at right. least there's sunshine. Then you'll appreciate Vancouver a lot more in the end anyway. Oh, really? You think Vancouver is better than L.A.? No question, in my opinion. Oh, snap! I know people that live in California, quite a few different people that I've been long-term Canada? friends with. No, they're they're from uh, America, like born okay, and bred, okay. uh, San Diego, uh, San Bernardino or something, okay, okay. and um, cities around there, but like they they like California, but California's also got a lot of stupid things in it. The same way that any other province or let's or only shut up California though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what kind of stupid things does it have? Well, they have specific, very strict bans on weapons, but they're one of the most weaponized states in the in the states. Ooh. Well, so their laws don't necessarily work there. They have a lot of strict laws towards like water usage and stuff like that that people either don't adhere to, or there's some real weird issues you can get caught up in, like. There's a lot of dumb shit behind the scenes in California that doesn't make it the, the nicest place on earth. Like, people generally end up there to go to school, and then they move Ooh. back. Kind of the same thing that right. happens in Vancouver. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, for more permanent residency, I think people move to, like, uh, to Washington. But even then, it's mm -hmm. really stupid to move there because of how expensive property tax and all that is. So nowadays, people are actually moving to Austin, Texas. Yep. Because... You've got the to, Vancouver uh, of, of America. Wait, Austin, Texas is the Vancouver of <laughs> America? Much, yeah. It's a techie city these it's days. It's techie. Loads of hipsters. Great food scene. How do you yep. guys know? I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about Texas except barbecue. <laughs> well, that's fair. But yeah. <laughs> speaking about people that we know that have moved there for to get around the taxes because they know other people that have moved there that are also a part of some uh, like affiliation to like... Uh, like, I don't know, streamers, for example, a lot of people that stream, whether it be uh, video broadcasters or, or like YouTube YouTubers, streamers or yeah. gamers, they move to Texas is the, or Austin's Austin. the new LA. It's what it sounds like. Cause yeah. LA might be a little bit saturated for all the streamers YouTubers, or YouTubers. Yeah. And I think like that the, the spillover from Austin goes to Houston. So it still kind of stays within Texas. Oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm gonna have to start like um, reviewing poutines just so like if anyone clicks the podcast and they're just like why is she not reviewing poutines you know just like slip it in and like right in the middle right in the middle though I'll just have to like listen to the whole thing and then be like Costco poutine how is well, it well tastes like shit moving on <laughs> you did not just say Costco poutine dude wow what do you think about Costco poutine a lot of shit slaps yeah, I, I believe everyone it everyone likes it yeah have you had it Probably once upon a time, a long time ago. Do you not like poutine? I do like poutine. How but can you have I was... Costco poutine? Well, people that buy poutine, as in Canadians that buy poutine, they know what real poutine is, right? It's right. the, the it's thick Costco brown poutine. gravy, <laughs> it's specific type of cheese curd, and it's generally from Quebec. Right, I was going to say, yeah. Uh... But 
I don't, I don't know. Like, you can get really, really bad poutine, which is just gravy and sometimes not even cheese curds, and people call it poutine. poutine like, yeah. oh, I've been in a dumb argument with an American before, but, like, there is a specific, like, meaning to poutine. It's a specific gravy, a specific curd, and mm-hmm. on a specific fry or what have you. But in general, people just think it's cheese and fries and gravy. And it's more than that, as far as I know. I agree. But there is, like... <laughs> Even the most generic shit can be really good, but it can also be really horrible. There's bad poutine out there that's just, like, a bunch of soggy, sad fries and some really bad, like, radiator cheese. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it Not sounds like good. you're eating, like, American poutine. Like, exactly. I've seen oh, some yeah, photos. Seen yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking when I thought that. of Costco, but it's probably better than that because I, I like know. most of Costco's Everyone food. likes Costco poutine. It's, like, the Costco best Costco can't do life. any wrong. Yeah, Costco's pretty dope. No, like Costco slaps all across the world. One fifty for a hot dog. But what do yeah, they do in America differently? Do they sell poutine? In they American don't sell Costco? poutine. No, okay. they, they don't use um cheese curds in America. They use right. like mozzarella cheese, and then they call it disco fries. <laughs> what? <laughs> Disco you fries. know what? It's okay. American it's okay. poutine. Yeah. If they don't have disco That's fries, fair. it's always chili cheese fries, right? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, they do good chili cheese fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we'll give them that. But are there any good poutine spots in Vancouver, or...? I'm sure that there are, but I'm not sure of one off the top of my head. Frenchies? It'd Frenchies? probably be French-oriented, though, if I had to guess. Wait, Frenchies, Frenchies on Commercial Drive? Oh, oh, well, yeah, and then the famous one is Belgian Fries, also on Commercial? Yeah. Yeah. But then the, there's a place in New West by the Skytrain station that's really good. Spuds, I think, is the Spuds? name. Yeah, they do good poutine. Wow, Spuds. Roll Spuds. original. We're going to have to uh, Please do, sponsor a, us. do a review. <laughs> Blue Apron! <laughs> <laughs> Audible. <laughs> You're Squarespace, listening to come Audible. On. Come yeah, on. Squarespace. All, all of them, all of them. <laughs> Okay, um, because we do have a white male here, and I don't know if I will invite another white male on. In <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, just kidding, Sam. Um, but do you know what ABG stands for? ABG? Yeah. Yes. Do you know what ABG stands for? Let's see just how... Always be something. Mm. Oh, Yobo. Oh, so it's, off. It's time for Yobo to come in and... ABG is an Asian baby girl. What is an Asian baby girl? Can you explain it to Sam? <gasps> Let's have him guess first. Yeah, on... you should guess. What do you I'm think? I'm not surprised considering all those abbreviations ever since I was 12 years old, like people calling themselves like A-Z-N-B-O-I-I, you know? It makes sense <laughs> that there'd be an ABG type stupid ass abbreviation as well. No, it was like CBC was a huge one. CBC is, I think CBC is still like kind of a thing. Because yeah. I know in America, they're suddenly going all like, uh, what is it? Korean-born American or American-born Korean or whatever. Yeah. Well, that thing. I don't even know the abbreviation. But, yeah, what do you think an Asian baby girl is? Sugar mama type shit. Sugar mama or sugar baby? Sugar baby. People that want... There's a difference. Rich white people money. Interesting. The world goes round and round. People always, uh, you know, beg for money. People are, uh, what is it, gold diggers. It's just another euphemism for gold digging, usually. Okay. Um... We're going to go ahead and say you're wrong. <laughs> so, Yobo, let's talk about what an Asian baby girl is. So, you know, being from Vancouver, like, I think Asian baby girls are everywhere. Like, even when we were young. Oh, like, yeah. like, what grade was it when we first kind of, the Asian baby girl craze, like, started? For me? Seventh grade. Seventh I was going to say, like, grade. seventh, sixth grade. Like, yeah. it was early. So, what an Asian baby girl is, is, um... Just cute Asian girls. Well, like, like a Asian Dressed. girl... That's norm like normally dyes her hair like bleach blonde, wears only brand name things. 
Um, I don't know if they're real or not. And they usually, oh, the, the key trait is they wear fake eyelashes. That's the main thing. So did you kind of know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it still follows exactly what I said, really. <laughs> they all have an agenda. They're following a specific, a specific uh, ideology, oh, trend. I, I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe it doesn't always end in gold digging, but I knew it had something to do with a specific type of person. If it's these ones that are always, like, say, for example, Guidos of the Italian <laughs> nature in, in America. It's not wrong. There's those types. Like, they all follow a specific trait. Like, it's a fat or... Well, yeah, it's a fad, it's a lifestyle, whatever, but it's a thing, you know? I'm, I'm, I knew that something like that existed because I've seen those people before, but I didn't know what that was called. Do they have them in Edmonton? Ooh, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so... so That's I'm, something you see, like, on TV and, and hear about, maybe, but not something you see walking around in Edmonton so much. Being in Vancouver, that's something we see in our classroom. Yep. <laughs> and at the mall. Where do the Asian baby girls hang out nowadays? Clubbing. Clubbing, that's true. All yeah. the time. Clubbing we all the time. now. Yeah, yeah but the, the Asian baby girl thing is... So, okay, first of all, when we were young, we didn't have the word Asian Eight. baby girl. We called them, like, hardcore... Asian girls or like or nammers. nammers. Yeah. So for people that aren't from Vancouver, what is a nammer? Vietnamese girls that are nam, not buck. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, I appreciate how much you know about Vietnamese culture. Yeah, there's like two. There's nam and buck. Nam means south, so they're from South Vietnam. Buck means north. They're from North Vietnam. The funny thing is like with the term nammer girl. They could be from the north because Nammer Girl really just means Asian baby girl, Asian baby girl back yeah. in the day. So I remember growing up, like we, me and Yoba actually went to the same high school, and there were Asian baby girls everywhere. Nammer girls everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I used to be friends with like one of the top ABGs. Right. And now she's still an ABG. Is she still an ABG? Oh yeah. She Dang. does uh, false lashes, false lash extensions, and microblading oh that's all the abgs of vancouver she's like yeah the top person to go to so that's the thing is like when they're an abg when they're young and they grow up their profession usually involves abg like things yeah so i think that is the difference between like abgs in america versus abgs in canada because i feel like in america they're like abgs but then they can also work at an office but they're just an abg sitting in front of like an excel mm -hmm. sheet whereas like i feel like the abgs in vancouver are found in like beauty salons. Yeah. Right? They're actually. Do you guys have good old boys? Good, good old boys? What's that? See, that's I... a terminology from the heartland of Canada and all of America, where it's usually termed for people that are from the smaller towns that generally dress in more country folk style ways. With I was going to say, is that a plaid name that? Yeah, cowboy? Yeah, the good old boys is like the people that are from the small towns that come out to the city and go clubbing and stuff like that. And they, they look like they're wearing their cowboy get like They look like crap. they, like they lost, like they were lost on their drive to the stampede yes, and they exactly. ended up at a club. Yeah, that's, they, their, that's their word. They went in term. anyway. Yeah, there are a couple of different ones out there, but that's the, that's the one that oh. where from I'm from. Okay. <laughs> Good old boys, gobs. Good, good, good old boys, gobs. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever go by gobs? Wait, was that like a, a a term of endearment, like good old boys? Yes, in a way, yes. Okay, so they it's like not, it's not an insulting term. Okay, it's so just, they kind of it's what they are. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Asian baby girls. That's a. That's I wonder a... if they would get along with good old boys. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Asian baby girls were bad. 
That's they're a TV bad. show, <laughs> right? Waiting to happen, like seeing a real, real there reality show. There was like that. a sugar baby show that revolved around around a lot of In ABGs. Vancouver, yeah, but right? it never, it never, it never aired. aired. Yeah, I remember I watched the trailer for that, and I was we like, were oh excited. God, I cannot wait to watch this, and it never. I wonder what happened. You know what, Vancouver drama, because Vancouver is so small, it always gets stopped right in its tracks. Right, because everyone knows each other. Yeah, and it's like no one wants their dirt coming aired, out. Yeah. Yeah. Being aired. Such a shame, man. I know. Yeah. I live for that Vancouver drama. Yeah. I, I, there was that, um, what was it, Rich Housewives of Vancouver mm-hmm. incident where, like, one girl was associated with some gang member and then she got, like, shot in her car. Yeah, Canada's not as safe as, like, people think it is, right? Especially based on what Sam has said about all the shootings and things like that. Canada's a place that people come to to kill other people, because in Canada, you'll get away with murder after 12 years or so. Is that true? Yeah, like, especially if people are associated with gangs and they are looking to clap one of their members, they'll take them to Canada first and shoot them there, and then go back home. Is this common knowledge? I've never heard of this. It's, I don't know if it's common knowledge, but it, it's absolutely a thing. I mean, there's a lot of things associated with Canada that have to do with our ridiculous laws, and that's, that's one of them. Like, I mean, He's you, not wrong. You always think about the, the guy that uh, beheaded somebody on the Greyhound bus who's walking around today because he was let out like five or six years ago, which was something like eight years after the incident. Oh and my god, where is he now? Is he in Vancouver? I hope the fuck not. Possibly, but but. I hope not. Was he? He was Asian, right? He was yes, like he was Vietnamese. I think. Oh my so god, like... he's blending in everywhere. We're not gonna know. Yeah, he was allowed unattended uh, visits, like just to, to reintegrate with society. Even though he cut somebody's head off in like two thousand seven or two thousand eight, and ate part of their their face and their eyeballs and stuff, and it's like you can go back. Sure, you're fine. You're not a threat to society anymore because you killed that one person you wanted to. Yeah, this is a dark podcast. <laughs> I might have to rename this. I don't know what I rename it. Can Pass the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy, man. That's like... He's not wrong. You could, like, basically run someone over and not have your license taken away. Maybe go to jail for one year and then be back on the road and do it again. It happens. Yeah, that's crazy. Our laws kind of suck. Yeah. The, yeah, Canadian laws are pretty... Archaic. Ew. Yeah, archaic. Well, they're they're not even archaic. They're far too relaxed and progressive because back in the day, if you mm. fucked up and killed somebody, like there's That's a right. chance you'd get hung for it. The guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> Take him to the guillotine. <laughs> Whereas, uh, yeah, now it's like six to twelve rest. years. Like, yeah. that's nothing if you're you know ending somebody's entire life. Right. What the hell? Yeah, that's straight up savage. That is a pretty Vietnamese way. Our max sentence is what? Yeah, right. Yeah, they got that like. He probably had the machine. Cleaver and the machete, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's like in his chop, 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 that's it. Right? He's just like, this is like to chop the pig because I'm a chef, and then you yeah. just like chop someone's head off. Every Asian wow. household has a cleave, like a meat cleaver, though. Oh, yeah, you need that. You yeah. Need, how else are you going to chop like everything meat or a, a person's head off? Yeah. <laughs> On a greyhound bus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dark. Well, at least greyhounds like defunct now, I think, right? It can't yes. happen again anymore. Yeah, yeah. It might happen on the Amtrak. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, let's not jinx it. Oh my god, that's crazy. No one takes it. It's too expensive. Man. Oh yeah, that's true. Nobody takes the one train in Canada. I was just going to ask what the Amtrak is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And, okay, and the train here is so expensive. It is super expensive. It's so expensive. Like, I remember when I went to Quebec and I wanted, I went to Montreal and I was like, okay, I want to go to Quebec City. Do I want to rent a car? Do I want to take a train to Quebec City from Montreal? 
I think it's like 300 kilometers or something away. Yeah. It's, it's cheaper costs, to get the car. It's way cheaper to rent a car for three days than to buy like two round trip train tickets to Quebec. Like it's ridiculous. Who even takes the train here? I guess people that would be too scared to drive in Canada. That? I think it's unaffordable to them. It's mostly people that are looking to take a picturesque route somewhere and pay. Mm. It's kind of like taking a cruise. Except, like, it costs way too much money and nobody really does it. Right. <laughs> Very few people do that. And take but it's the still available. Lines. It is, yeah. yes. Like, if I wanted to take a picturesque, like, ride or something on a train, I would go to Europe. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. 100%. Yeah, for But some sure. people want to take the one that, you know, goes from Edmonton through to here because then they get to go through the mountains. But they could just do that in a car and save so much money. Right, exactly. A lot of those lines go underground, too. Like, you're cutting through the mountains. So oh. half the time, it's, like, pitch black. And then you see a little bit again, and you're cut out again. Like, it's better to be on the road and see the train line and be like, oh, that looks nice. That's <laughs> so scary. Sam, how much yoga have you done since you moved to Vancouver? Oh, none yet, but I have a yoga mat. You do? Did yeah. you buy that here? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you bought that in Alberta? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and are you going to start running? Because <laughs> that's a Vancouver oh, man. thing. Or cycling. I told her or I wanted cycling. to run for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, totally a thing here. Yeah, it seems like it is. However, cycling seems so much more dangerous here because... It's very dangerous, and we hate cyclists. Yeah. Yes. We hate them so much. I don't hate them. I just don't... Like, want them to exist. Yeah. <laughs> but the way the roads, like, are designed, it's like you're supposed to hate cyclists. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they do it on purpose to create this, like... Tension. Tension. Yes. Because, yeah, I feel like the... This us versus them dynamic. <laughs> the bike paths are very, um, they're, they're lined very passive-aggressively, I think. Just, just the way... That's a good way to put it, yeah. I yeah, think so too. yeah, it's just, like, not it's, It would be a great idea. It'd be so cool to, to ride a bicycle here, but no... <laughs> no, but no. no. You'd no. think it would be, but it's really dangerous. Honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. I would only ride a bike if we were going like, around Stanley, Stanley Park. Park. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. That's the only time yeah. I felt safe. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy, man. Okay, well, um, that was a lot of information, mm-hmm. you guys. That was a, <laughs> a lot of Canada. I think, I think you should do a YouTube channel, Sam, where you explain what real Canada is to people that don't <laughs> I've never know. heard of a Starlight Tour. I don't know what that is. What are you even talking about? Are we from the same country? Well, if you live in Saskatchewan and you may be of a native heritage, you would know what a Starlight Tour is. And that sounds scary. Is it like prostitution? No, it's if let's say you are in in Saskatchewan and you are uh, in Regina, you had a little bit too much to drink, and you're leaving a bar at three o'clock in the morning in the middle of winter. A cop picks you up, yeah. and instead of taking you to the drunk tank, he'll take you out of town and push you out of his car or take you out of his car drive back into town, and find you in the morning frozen to death somewhere in one of the ditches. What? Starlight Tour is where they take you out of town instead of dropping you off at the drunk tank so you freeze to death. That way it's nobody's problem anymore. Oh my, is this real? Yeah, you can, this is even uh, searchable, like on Wikipedia. Is this, this? This is an actual thing that the police department in Saskatchewan got their privileges revoked from Wikipedia because they kept editing the articles to try to make it look like they had never done anything fishy before. It's really gnarly. Canadian conspiracies. Yeah, I don't know if it's still a thing that happens today, but it absolutely was a thing that that happened in the last 30 years. That's crazy. Because it's kind of like, it's similar to, I feel like, um, what do we call it? That highway, that highway where they picked up all the sex workers um, and then they all went missing. 
what do they call it? The, high, oh. the Highway of something. It was like Highway a, of Tears? Highway of Tears, I think. Yeah, like yeah. Prince George, where they would just pick up the sex workers and like... Yeah, and they would familiar. go missing. And they would go Terrifying. missing. Terrifying. Thousands of yeah. women. Aboriginal this, women. Oh my god, should we People do a call? true crime podcast? <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, is, Ro- so everyone hectic. knows it was Robert Pickman and... Uh, yeah, that was hectic, man. That was crazy. We were like yeah. teenagers when that dropped. I know, but we were also in Vancouver, so... Yeah. We were all scared, but he was already caught. That's true. Yeah. He's still serving. But we time. ate those pigs. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that pig. Oh no. Oh no. We ate those pigs. That we ate those pigs. women. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh. Okay. Okay, well, guys, thank you for coming on Past the Poutine Podcast. You really want to end on that dark, dark note? Yeah, that was really dark. You got any pitches for, like, psychologists around here? Like, you know, you can get some interest. Like, you talk about the blue, what is it, blue, uh, like, Squarespace and all that. Oh, yeah. You can get an endorsement from a psychologist if you can refer to them. Well, I refer to them. I don't think a psychologist would, uh... Be down with the to sponsor. Yeah, this talking about cops murdering. Man, that's how people become psychologists. They love this that's, stuff. That's true. true. Psychologists are crazy. No one studies psych <laughs> unless they're crazy. And um, they'll tell you that too, as yeah, far as I can it's tell. A real thing. Yeah. Um, Sam, can you please hit our? Pass the poutine. This is the poutine. Fries, cheese curds, and chicken gravy. This is the poutine.